Hello everyone, and welcome back to another odd and macabre episode of Vamp Jen's Corner, an extension of my official blog site of the same name, which you can visit at jenvasquez.com. I'm your host, Vamp Jennifer, or Jen, whatever suits your fancy. So February 14th is upon us, that time of year when flowers, chocolates, and anything and everything heart-shaped blissfully emerge. For lovebirds, it's all red, pink, and sweet for Valentine's Day, no? Well, first, the Halloween community prefers to call this holiday Valloween. And for those that have a penchant for dark romance, there's nothing more amorous than a bouquet of black roses, a moonlit picnic in the cemetery, and perhaps even a keepsake in the shape of a real bloody human heart. This episode is for anyone looking for a spooky Valentine. If candy hearts, teddy bears, and pink roses aren't your thing, then you're in the right place because I'm about to divulge macabre ways to celebrate the holiday. I want to say that these ideas are not just for romantic couples. The fun can be sucked out of Valentine's Day because the emphasis is primarily on romantic love. While there's nothing wrong with that, I want to imbue the occasion with an entirely different aesthetic. One that's darker, spookier, mystical, and even a bit creepy in the most amusing ways possible. To me, February 14th is a celebration of love in its multitude of forms, and so the suggestions I make can be enjoyed with best friends, family, pets, significant others, or by yourself. As an added bonus, I'm going to share a spur-of-the-moment blog post I wrote two years ago for Valentine's about iconic goth couples. In it, I pay homage to some of history's most quintessential pairs that put an entirely different spin on the old adage, romance is dead but more on that later. As always, I'll include links in the show notes to where you can find the blog post version of this episode and any relevant links to the content discussed. Without further ado, let's get this Halloween party started. How about a spooky meal for two? Or three or four? Who says it has to be couples only? If you're in the mood for a delectable dinner and enjoy good cooking, then I recommend trying out a few recipes featured in The Nightmare Before Dinner by Zach Neal. I know some of you have heard me talk about this cookbook before. It has dishes and beverages based on the menu of the Tim Burton and Halloween-inspired restaurant Beetle House. I've made the Cheshire Mac and Cheese. It wasn't for Halloween, but for someone like me who's not great at cooking, I had fun preparing it and it came out pretty tasty. I paired it with the Beetle's Juice Cocktail. My husband has made the Love It Pot Pie recipe in there that's inspired by Tim Burton's Sweeney Todd movie. It was so good. There are a ton of entrees I still want to try my hand at. I will say that some are complex and require a lot of steps, but if you have someone helping you in the kitchen, it can be an amusing way to spend the day. There's even a chapter dedicated to creating themed parties like Edward's formal dinner party and Willie's candy bar, so you could really go all out if you wanted. Now for creepy cinema. Let's make it a dinner and horror movie night, shall we? The first that comes to mind, which may be obvious to some, is My Bloody Valentine, either the 1981 or 2009 version. I have to admit I haven't seen the original, so I'm going to change that and make sure I watch it this Halloween. Nothing like a good slasher film to get the pulses racing. I also love Crimson Peak, which was directed by Guillermo del Toro. The story is set in the Victorian era and embodies gothic romance. 
And we must not forget classics such as The Bride of Frankenstein and Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Or watch something unconventional that doesn't have any sort of love storyline. What about Bride of Chucky or Freddy vs. Jason? What would those killer pairs be without each other? Alright, so this next suggestion is for those with very gothic souls. A graveyard stroll. Cemeteries can be beautiful places to spend time and pay homage to those who've passed. Some iconic ones include the Hollywood Forever Cemetery in Los Angeles, California, St. Louis and Lafayette Cemeteries in New Orleans, Louisiana, Highgate Cemetery in London, England, and Père Lachaise in Paris, France, to name only a few. Some offer tours and others may allow you to freely walk the grounds. Please keep in mind that burial sites are sacred and should be entered into with the utmost respect, so be considerate and mindful of the establishment's protocols. Depending on where you're located in the world, you may want to look up a few graveyards near you. Before we move on, I have a question for you. Do you like to DIY? I ask because I'm about to delve into gothic arts and crafts. Grab a partner, if you wish, and immerse yourselves in the bizarre world of gothic homemaking, a YouTube series created by dark cabaret goth musician Aurelio Voltaire for his channel, The Lara Voltaire. I've been a big fan of the performer for a long time, and his show is entertaining and informative to watch. No matter your skill level, from beginner to advanced, you will find a variety of interesting project ideas. You can try your hands at crafting a cemetery gates lamppost, mystical vanishing chest and summoning table, spooky wine bottle candelabra, and an apothecary cabinet. He's got more than 100 episodes up, and even if you're not a crafty person like me, they're fun videos to watch. For over a year, he's been doing a lot of recordings with his fiance, who is adorable, and they do a lot of spooky activities together. Now for another question. Do I have any morbid bookworms out there? There's nothing like curling up with a good book, and this can be a delightful thing to do solo or with someone on Valentine's Day. If someone is joining you to make the experience more engaging, take turns reading passages from your favorite novels or poems. You could read material with a dash of romance. I have a few recommendations, but these aren't your typical happily ever after love stories. My first is the erotically charged The Sleeping Beauty series by Anne Rice, which she initially wrote under the pseudonym A. Anne Rocklar. All I will say is that these books make Fifty Shades of Grey look like child's play. They are definitely an adults only read. Um, other suggestions include Emily Bronte's Wuthering Heights, Carmilla by J. Sheridan Le Fanu, Gods of Jade and Shadow by Sylvia Moreno-Garcia, and Edgar Allan Poe's Eleonora. Of course, there are many more books that would be fitting to read, but this selection will get you started. This next idea is one I don't think I've ever seen recommended as something to do on Valentine's Day, but it's very fitting for Halloween. Play a frightful board game. I wish I carved out more time to play board games. There's so much fun to do with others, and there's a nifty selection out there with morbid themes. If you love Monopoly, then the Nightmare Before Christmas version is a must. I also found a few choices for horror fans. They are Friday the 13th, Horror at Camp Crystal Lake, 
There's also a game called Horrified Universal Monsters board game, which features Frankenstein, Dracula, the Bride of Frankenstein, the Wolfman, the Mummy, the Invisible Man, and the Creature from the Black Lagoon. For a bit more mystery and intrigue, check out the Lovecraftian Mansions of Madness and Death by Trivia, if you dare. That last one, Death by Trivia, is described as a morbid party game. It was sold out on Amazon last I checked, but you may be able to find it through another retailer. Now, if you and the person with whom you're spending Valentine's Day are spiritual, this would be a wonderful opportunity to do something sacred for your souls. I'm talking spiritual and metaphysical bonding light some candles and meditate together, practice yoga, do a tarot card reading for each other, or perform a special ritual to bless your bond. Spiritual exercises are a fantastic way to celebrate the love filling your life. For my final suggestion, I want to talk about music and setting a dark soundtrack for Halloween. If you're not going out, and partying at home instead, then curating your own playlist and dancing the evening away in your living room can be just as entertaining. Plus, you don't have to worry about cover fees. Last year, I put together a macabre Valentine playlist on Spotify, and it features a mix of goth, dark wave, industrial, metal, and alternative tunes from the Sisters of Mercy to Nine Inch Nails. My profile's public on there, so you should be able to find it by searching Macabre Valentine. It's over two hours long, and I'm adding to it all the time. So press play and enjoy. Okay, we're moving on to a piece I published in 2020 titled The Seven Most Iconic Goth Couples. I do want to say that these couples aren't actually goth in regard to how the subculture is defined, and they're all fictional characters. I should have used the term gothic couples instead of goth to better differentiate between the two, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, it's funny how the original blog post came about. I didn't plan on writing anything for Valentine's Day that year. And then literally the day before, I suddenly had this idea to come up with a list of spooky couples. And to this day, it's one of my top performing blog posts. Pretty much any time throughout the year, it receives some sort of traffic. And I'm curious about how people find it. I don't know if the phrase goth couples is a popular search term, but it gets quite a bit of views. So I thought I'd share some of it here. I'm going to mention a few couples and I'll include a link if you want to check out the entire blog post. Of course, I had to start the list off with one of Tim Burton's most beloved on-screen pairs, Jack Skellington and Sally. Here we have the Pumpkin King, who is initially infatuated with the Christmas holiday, and then there's Sally, who only has eyes for Jack. Ultimately, she saves him from Oogie Boogie, and Jack realizes he wants to sit together now and forever in Halloween Town with the lovely Sally. I can't express enough how much I adore those two and their love story. Lestat and Louis are another pair on the list. Anyone who has read Anne Rice's interview with the vampire and other tales in the Vampire Chronicles knows that these two have a tortured yet endearing relationship. Louis couldn't detest the Brat Prince more after some of the vile acts he commits in the first book of the series. 
But as the collection continues, their love and fondness for each other deepens throughout multiple trials and tribulations. Lestat and Louis develop a bond with a depth only an immortal could appreciate. Speaking of vampires, next we have Dracula and Mina Harker. One detail should be made clear here. In Bram Stoker's tale, Mina doesn't really fall in love with the Count. She actually falls more under his spell. In fact, there's not much of a love story that transpires between the two in the original version. But later adaptations of the story have created a powerful love dynamic between the infamous vampire and Mina, most notably Francis Ford Coppola's remake. Other retellings depict Mina as the reincarnation of Dracula's wife, whom he loved dearly and lost tragically. From the film Dracula Untold to the short-lived Dracula NBC TV series, Vlad and Mina are two lost lovers attempting to find their way back to each other after many lifetimes. All right, brace yourselves because this next quote-unquote goth couple I decided to include on the list would be controversial to many goths. Marilyn Manson and Dita Von Teese. Yes, I'm aware that Manson and Von Teese are one, not goth, and two, that they divorced more than a decade ago. But there's no denying that these two were a match made in hell when they got together during the early 2000s. Now, you recall I said the couples I'm mentioning are fictional characters. While Marilyn Manson and Dita Von Teese are real people, they've created personas that they put forth before the public to express their art. These personas are very much tied to their identities, but they are a bit like caricatures. And these two definitely exuded quite the darkly inclined aesthetic and theatrics when they were together. The Antichrist Superstar and Queen of Burlesque set the dating scene on fire when it was revealed they were a couple, and their unholy matrimonial union had all creatures of the night worshipping at their feet. They may no longer be wed to each other, but these two dark stars had one of the most highly publicized macabre relationships, and it's why they made this list. Of course, this roundup would not be complete without the inclusion of Morticia and Gomez Adams of the Adams Family, the ultimate spooky couple. I really do believe that if they could speak for themselves, they would totally identify with the goth subculture. This pair not only embodies a true gothic aesthetic that few come close to, but their union is the epitome of dark romance. They are a power couple who seamlessly maintain their haunted mansion, are gracious hosts to anyone not too afraid of their bizarre lifestyle, and wonderful parents to their odd children, not to mention the passionate love this husband and wife have for each other. If those aren't true couple goals, I don't know what is. So that was a little taste of my seven most iconic off couples blog post. I'm sure there are many more I could add, but those were the first to come to my mind. Thank you all for joining me on another episode of Vamp Jen's Corner. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, you can visit my official website at jenvasquez.com where you'll find my latest content and what I've been up to. I've also set up a donations page on there where you can contribute any dollar amount if you'd like to support my work. Funds will go to things like web hosting, equipment, upgrades, and other costs related to producing my content. Any contribution is greatly appreciated. You can also find me on Instagram, Facebook, and and Twitter at GenVOfficial. And I'm now on TikTok. You can find and follow me there at VampGen. 
I wish you all a happy and scary Halloween. And until next time, stay odd and macabre.